Money's just paper, baby. All these bills are just the same. In the end, the only reason for this house is to keep dry from the rain. When all your problems are self-made, what you got to worry about? Dry your eyes, we've been spoiled rotten. It ain't hard to. Figure out I got a key to a pink motel. Let's get away from the speed. Let's get away from the sound. Baby, we can leave. We can leave right now. I got a key. Welcome back to the Two Marts Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Marshall. I'm with Trevor Ruptash. Rupper, how's it going? Not good. <laughs> it's not good. No. <laughs> no, I hurt myself at the ODR today. Right. What ODR did you go to? Uh, Julia Kaniski. Oh. And oh, me and Luke oh, were doing, we were doing, uh, we were doing um, tips. Like he would shoot some and I would do like, we were doing all these like fancy tips and he fired a sizzler and I got a, I got my uh, edge caught and I toe picked about 14 feet in the air and landed on my shoulder, bonked my head. It was an absolute shit show. Yeah, not good. Got so up, wear, no problem. Wear a helmet. And the other voice you hear is Clay Vanderham. Vandy, how's it going? Vandy is Dandy. I had a, a very good weekend with family and uh, in beautiful Valley View, Alberta. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was, it was a very nice weekend, humbling, good to see the family again. So. Nice, nice. And then we got Brody McIntyre, Rhodes, how's it going? I'm doing well today, buddy. Good day. Good solid day. Nice, yeah. Nice, chill, nice good, good weekend. It was good. Yeah. The weather's been, the weather's been good. So mm-hmm. yeah, we'll, uh, we'll fire things up here tonight to get things going. Uh, you know, it's, it's been a pretty good week weekend hockey starting soon. So we can't complain with that. Uh, later in the week, we have Kyle Brozniak who, uh, was with the Edmonton Oilers played over 900 games in the NHL. He is going to join us later this week. Uh, he's going to talk about his career in the NHL and the world's longest hockey game. So we're looking forward to dropping that interview, uh, mid next week and we have had some contests on our social media platforms has been pretty good the feedback's been good for the uh the retro jersey giveaway we're gonna announce that on the podcast on the 25th so we have a lot of entries for oilers so anyone that's voted for the oilers and put in that pot they'll go into an oilers pool jets pool flames pool and then we'll just pick one name from each each group that's how we're gonna do that and then um we've been doing a kelly rudy uh save that ruffers kind of had and and Vandy's kind of been heading on Instagram and whatnot. So, yeah, we got, uh, I don't know get... when you guys are going to announce that, when you guys want to. Uh, you guys have some entries, so we'll look forward to that getting dropped and some winners there. I th- I don't know. I think the 14th, but how about, yeah. how about cash is saved today? 
Yeah. And then we had uh, we had Kale Worthman, Millwood's boy, another Millwood's boy with a nice save, and uh, Chris Roy, Roy's son. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know it was good. I think I think I like even, I like, I think I like even how your D brother. Bandy. Yeah, I like how your brother <laughs> thinks he's getting in. Like that he's on. He, he can't be in. He's not going to be related to, to you. He's related you surprised to about boys about Millwitz. You think they'd have a hell of a lot more goalies considering they just get pounded every year, right? You think more goalies would be flushed out of Millwoods, become pretty good after face. We do, we, we yeah. System, eh? <laughs> well, there's one there's one up and comer that I know that we played on my team, Ethan Berard, but yeah. Right. We're, we're, we're trying really we're cool. making a more offensive now. We we're trying to Keep up with the Saint Utopias of the world. So. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get the star groups going on there. So, yeah. so yeah, we'll have the Instagram post. Those will be on the fourteenth. Uh, uh, Rupper and Bandy will pick winners for each there, and we'll have those. Uh, those. So stay tuned to that. That's coming out uh, later this week. Um, so yeah, it looks like we got some uh, some NHL news here. You know, it's been a bit of a a little bit of a scary kind of. Thing. It's not totally doom and gloom, having some some close calls with some organizations with some COVID stuff, but it looks like Vancouver was uh, just a, a false kind of scare, so things are going to be good there. So the Oilers won't be affected, and Vancouver won't be affected by that. But uh, I guess, Rupper, do you think this is just going to be the norm as the year goes on? We're just going to have these kind of 24-hour scares, and if there is a big thing, they'll just shut it down for a bit? No, I don't think they'll shut it down. I think they'll keep playing look at how the nfl's going yeah right but like they're go ahead buddy you remember at the beginning last year when football first started was it football or baseball one of them for when they first started after the original lockdown that was baseball and and it was a complete shit show yeah yeah i mean i think they're gonna get a better handle than they had back then but i still think you're gonna have these these scares and shit like that sorry Charlie. No, no, but at the end of the day, guys, if you get a cold or you get the flu or you get, you know, strep throat or something, you're sitting anyway. So what's the difference? I mean, these guys are athletes. They're healthy. They're they're going to recover and they're going to play. They got to get the games in. Yeah, and they're not living together, right? So they're at the rink together, but there's also protocols being in place there where you're wearing a mask. So but try to limit the exposure. Obviously, Dallas had an incident where, you know, it was six players and two staff members that got COVID. So they, their first three games were affected, but uh, you know, Columbus had a scare. So they're, they're back. They were back skating and the Penguins had their scare, but they're back skating. And then obviously Vancouver played last night. Interesting in that, in that apparently there's been, we'll go to Canucks training camp here real, real quick. I don't know if you guys saw it on social media last night, but the slew foot that Tyler Mott laid on Adam Gaudet, apparently there's been several, fights in the Vancouver Canucks training camp and that was the only one that made it on Twitter so Brody what's your thoughts on that I love it it's fantastic man you get the boys have been sitting around they haven't played a game in a long time right it's a it's a good thing it shows a competitive camp boys are fired up they're battling for jobs right it's a tough biz I love it I think it's nothing but good can come from that that makes to me it makes the Vancouver Canucks a better hockey club Bandy yeah I you know I agree. There's not much left to be said about that. You know, Vancouver, obviously that comes from within, from the coaching staff and and these kids, they're ready to go. And Rupper, 
What's your thoughts? You. I I think it's awful, Bosco. Um, I'm just kidding. I know you want. I know every. <laughs> I know people want you to. We want to have some arguments and stuff. But I agree with those two that's guys. Some we, you got to have it. It's a it's a competitive camp. Yep. You want my job? You're gonna have to take it from me, and I'll fight you for it. Yeah. Yeah. No. I I I, I can. I think we can all agree on that, and the listeners would mostly would agree with that too. It's it's something that definitely makes your camp more interesting and and you know like nothing's guaranteed right you you want to your livelihood is on the line and and especially a guy like tyler mott who's a bottom six player you know he wants to play every night and he wants to earn earn a paycheck so when you get put on that that taxi squad you're not getting nhl money people got to understand that you're you're getting hl money and that's quite quite a bit of a difference if you're if you're not uh if you're not on a, a one-way contract if you're on a two-way contract that's it's a problem if you're on a one-way contract it's not a problem and when people get put on that taxi squad and they're on the american hockey league roster that money has been prorated from september so if you're making four hundred thousand dollars ahl money that's prorated so that's something to keep an eye on you know so there was a lot of players placed on waivers today there'll be a lot of players placed on waivers tomorrow when this podcast comes out that will mean monday so you know and that'll be the last official day before everyone gets their rosters in but uh one of the biggest names on there's two that are intriguing me uh jordan wheel and josh hosang rapper um you know if you're the Oilers, would you are you looking at those guys or or and if you're not the Oilers, do you think those guys land somewhere else is there a team that you think that those guys would land on like Josh Hosang, why are we still talking about this guy? Exactly. Like he, this guy made his bed, right? And you know, I got a couple buddies that keep telling me, "Oh, well, everybody deserves a second chance," and this and that. Well, how many chances do you get when you're that skilled? Give me a break already. He'll probably land up somewhere, and somebody's gonna take a shot on him. But man, I wouldn't. There's no way. I don't need that sort of drama in the dressing room and. It's been it's been plaguing that kid his whole career, man. Wherever he's went, he's caused an issue. Him and Connor played together when they were kids, so that's why I maybe tie that question into you know. But the others are pretty loaded up front as we look at this roster. But uh, yeah, it's definitely an interesting uh, name out there. He's under a million dollars, so it's not like you're getting a, a, like Jordan Wills one point five one point four million dollars. So that's a bit of a more more money to take on. But Brody, what's your thoughts? Uh, how many chances for real has Hosang had, right? He's a bit of a shit show. He's now 24 years old. Yeah. It's probably time, and he can't even make the Islanders. He played 10 games there last year, up and down in the minors the last few years before that. Um, he's just not – and overall, you know what? You look, 53 games, he got 24 points. It's an NHL hockey player. That's probably yeah. – a Stats wise, if you prorate that to the NHL, right, you're looking second liner, third liner. Yeah, but I, I don't think the Oilers. I don't think is a fit for the Oilers. I think. Uh, Do you think, think with a bad with, apple? He's a bad apple. We don't. That's the last thing Oilers need is another fringe player that yeah. uh, can upset the dressing room. I Do you think with? Do you think with age, he changes? You know, like does that? Absolutely. I can only imagine what Rupper was like at 18, but he's probably. Less of an idiot at 24, and he's just coming around now, right? So people do change. Yeah. And he probably had a full head of hair, too, when he was 18. <laughs> yeah. So maybe yeah. there's a chance for Hosea. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong, rapper. I don't know. 
Yeah. Superman punches a JRJ. <laughs> but what about Jordan Will, uh, Vandy? Is that a guy that you would take? He's obviously a smaller kind of player. No. Um, no. You know, no, eh? He's no, I mean, look, he's, he's played 218 games. He put up 102 points in the dub. He, he's obviously, he can't make that transition, whether he's gotten a shot or not. But look, no. He's 5'9", too. Yeah, but yeah. I size to me, size doesn't mean shit. It just, I the mean, game doesn't he, translate. He, he can't. He can't. He 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 obviously hasn't figured out how to transition, or maybe he hasn't been put in situations where he could succeed. And a guy like that isn't going to get a a chance here, or yeah. you know. So no. All no. right. Well, moving he's along. freaking. You know who he is. You know who Josh Hosang is. He's meat from Bull Durham. Million dollar arm with a ten cent head. <laughs> Just not there, eh? Well, we'll see what happens. You know, he switch agents and and whatnot. So we'll see if somebody will give him a somebody will. Hey, it doesn't matter. Him. You can switch agents. This this is nothing to do with an agent. This is he has and something he has. A, there's a character issue there. Yeah. Or, nah, I hate using that word. Sorry. But there's an attitude. Well, there, there might be, that, right? We like it. It's, yeah, it's we don't know, about, but there, been... there, there's something there that is beyond the agent. Yeah. Why are you yeah, saying but... sorry? Oh, I don't know. I just, that's my nature. I apologize. He's a Canadian, <laughs> right? So, but uh, so switching gears. Now, the next intriguing part is going to be the goaltending front. You know, Louis Domingo placed on waivers. The Leafs have Aaron Dell. It's been highly touted that Aaron Dell is probably the best third goaltender in, in any system right now, just because, you know, he had some pretty good years in San Jose. So he hasn't been placed on waivers yet by the Leafs, but it more, it'll, that'll probably happen tomorrow, meaning today when this podcast comes out. But are you guys happy with what you see in net for the Edmonton Oilers right now? Even you have Forsberg as the third stringer here. Is that is that something you're happy about, you know, comfortable going into the season? No. The, the way I post that question – so Bob Stoffer posts his tweet this morning, kind of hits on a few different topics, leaves out the goaltending topic right off the hop. It's like first omissions of, of Oilers training camp, and he leaves out the goaltending. And so I'm listening to some other guys that get paid, guys that have played. So it's different to me. I, like I view it when a guy that comes up with a take and he's actually played in the NHL, one guy played the position. The other guy was a captain and played a long career. So Jamie McLennan and Dave Poulin. So they're on a radio station in Toronto. And they're talking about, they're ranking the goal, the Canadian goaltenders from one to seven. And the Oilers are ranked at seven because of Mike Smith. So they they said if the, it would be a different ranking if Mike Smith wasn't the backup. They're not, they're, they don't mind Koskinen, but the problem is they don't like Mike Smith. What if so, it was a regular season? Did they bring that up or no? They did. So they, they pretty much broke it down. They did, they did compare. And I, you know, I posted the tweet and I had people coming at me too. Cause I kind of had jumped on that with tweet that Bob had. And, you know, people were like, okay, well they were the second best like stats wise goaltenders last year. But it, is it, it's, I think it's a lot to ask these two guys to replicate what they did last year, this year, especially in a condensed schedule. And both are very, have a long history of getting hurt and have a problem wearing down when the when the games ramp up and when there's a lot of games crunched together. Koskin has come out and said that himself two years ago when he was here. He said he didn't play back-to-backs in, in the KHL. You know, like he just, he's never played a back-to-back even as a pro. So I know it's a long-winded question, but Rupper, thoughts? Oh, well, 
I'm probably going to take some heat from a buddy, but yeah, it's a problem. And it's, it's, it's been a problem I think for a long time here. And it's just, we don't have, you know, that, that position solidified. Like when's the last time we've had a goalie here that's been worth, you know, two grains of salt. Cujo. Yeah. That Rolison. I know. I'm yeah. just, I, and I'm, I'm not, you, I'm not trying to be negative about that. I'm not, you know, it's goalies fast. are hard to, they're, they're hard to come by. Right. So look at the know, team down the road. Like the last yeah. tender they had was, uh, was Kippersoft. Now they got, I actually, them, you know right? what? And, so. and I, I, and I'll take this to my grave. I honestly think Talbot was the guy here. And, and I've said that many, many times. I think he got, he he got uh he got well, a raw deal. I got the wrong it raw, yeah. raw end of the deal. We I think we all know that, and that was public yeah yeah. And and that so too, that right? so I should say him, but and and I'm not uh, you know what I'm not blaming anybody. And you know you got to play with what you got, right? So it's I'm lucky I don't have to go in net, <laughs> yeah, because that's the biggest topic in here. And and there's a lot of you know finger pointing when it comes to whose fault that is, and you know I'm not going to bring that up on this podcast. And I'll uh, I'll go to bat for people pointing fingers at a certain person a hundred percent you you like Koskinen he come these guys weren't even asked about Koskinen Shirelli just signed this guy and he showed up boom here you go this is what you got to work with right and the guy how old was he when he got here yeah he's you know he's late 20s or whatever late 20s yeah yeah so 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 now you're you got to try to make chicken salad out of chicken shit and what, yeah. how what i mean by that is you have a guy that, that that's that's been taught one way for probably his whole career now he's got he's come here right and he's learning a whole new game so and then you look at mike smith i got nothing against mike smith great probably unbelievable dressing dressing room guy unbelievable leader veteran played playoff games but i mean he's it, he's He's a little bit old, right? Like, that's yeah, not a knock we're, against them. Listen, we're only talking 56 games, guys. Yeah, but you got to look the at the travel this. will be less, right? Like, you're yeah. also talking yeah. the yeah, back-to-backs yeah, not, are going to be – you're in Calgary. You're I, in I, I, think, I think we're fine. I think – Okay, but any other team – okay, Clay, Clay. Yeah, we're not fine, Clay. We're not fine. No, no, no. If you, listen, if we're exactly, comparing a game – Go ahead, Trev. If you had to right now – goalie than our goalies in Edmondson who would you take because if you say anybody else then we're not fine sorry say that again you cut out what here turn to the sideways so I can talk into your good ear <laughs> okay all mutts fans drink because apparently that's a drinking game so if you had to look around the league and could take any other goalie but the two Edmonton other goalies who would you take yeah. Okay. Then yes, I would take so then we're somebody not fine, else, right? And I'm not. I'm not trying to be negative. No, about I that. get I'm it. Just but being honest, we're but we're not funny. as bad as we're not as bad as people think. You. The the funny thing is, they're not fine because their GM knew that they're not fine. Their GM tried to go out and get Markstrom in the in the off season, so he knows they're not fine. We don't need to tell anyone. This is not news to any other fan. And 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 that's the thing is. This this fan base, like I, I understand it at times, but they're fucking stupid sometimes. I tell you, it's it's kind of like they just Man, don't. I love it. it. They honestly, they just don't get it. They don't know hockey. They just see like, and I, and I know we've had guests on in the past before, and people in the city, and I know Bob talks about 
you know, a lot of people in the city that do this job or that job that's not involved in hockey can host a radio show and all that. That is all fine and handy, but there's a lot of people and a lot of fans on Twitter that don't know fuck all about the game. They don't know fuck. They only, they, they think Dominic Cahoon is the best left winger in the fucking game. They just, they, they you know, they got. Oh fucking, yeah. 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 A hundred percent. Bosco. It, it, you see it every single season yeah. when the Oilers signing that, how many people thought Anthony Seal was the next coming of Christ? Yeah. The next Luke <laughs> Robitaille. Like yeah, it just the damn, get... Oh, you should have seen the Dirty Bird shot flapping off about that. Oh, Anthony Seal, he's got 46 goals. 50 and, and 39. He's he start, 50 and 39. Starts, 38. And he start, yeah, he's starting first first game with Connor. Yeah, that lasted long. And here me and Clay are, right? Me and Clay go, this guy's a plug. Yeah. Uh, if, if he was worth something, he'd still be in Detroit. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. The Detroit Anyways. they got two second round picks for him. So trust me. Exactly. DV Eisenman is dancing to his fucking to exactly his, to his houses anywhere he lives in in uh, the states for it but i just it, it's just you have these guys that like it, and it, it comes down to you know like even other fans are blaming the team canada loss because they, the team canada didn't play dylan holloway like other fans are just like it's you know and trust me I'm, and, and 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 leaf fans ain't any fucking better but I no no you, man, i tell you this market alone the dumbest fucking market in, in Canadian hockey, in my mind. That's Settle just down, Bosco. You know, it's, Come it's, on. It's, it, it's true. I'm like, <laughs> how about Vancouver? Come on, you can't say they're dumb with that. Yeah, I, I would Vancouver, put Vancouver. Right Vancouver's up there. passionate, but people got to understand they actually back it up with facts. Like, there, there's dumb people everywhere, trust me. And people might facts. think they've I'm never won a Stanley Cup, and they never will. Think, yeah, but they, they, they don't overvalue this this market, overvalues like there's fucking no tomorrow. This market does it differently, though. They're 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 one of a kind. Wow. And yeah. our Edmonton and our Edmonton uh, listening ship just went down fifty seven percent, ninety nine percent. No, it's just I just that's just the way I that's the way I feel. Like it like it it it's just been bothering me for a while. I'm saying it. So fuck listen, it. You're not I far I, off. Be, I during that world you bring up that World Juniors and I was talking. But to I you. honestly see it and I see it for people that have a following and they have a bigger following than I do on Twitter. I understand that. Now I got no bones like whatever. You got more followers on, on Twitter than I do, and so be it. But you, you're obviously tweeting and everything is about the Oilers, and you got guys that got like ten thousand followers or seven followers or eight thousand followers, and they think of it, and then you got they they tweet that out. They got so many people. You look at the comments, like, oh, it's 100% true. One Canada lost because they didn't play Dylan Holloway a lot. That is exactly what happened. That's well, here's the why here, they lost. I'm like, here, look at Brad, Brad Kerr. Brad Kerr brought, and he, he enlightened me of all people, but, and that's a shot to Brad. But anyway, I was being, I said, look, we got 19 first rounders on the team. I said, 19 first rounders that are going to be one to two line players in the NHL. And Brad said, no. These guys are going to be two to three line players. They're not going to be first line studs, or some of them will be, but a majority of them are going to be two to three. And I'm like, and then I started watching. It, it made me watch the game a little differently. And then I looked at Holloway, and look, Holloway is going to be a good player, but he ain't going to be. He's not going to be a one. He's not going to make one or two on this team. No, he, he's going to be a great three to four line player because of the style he's going to have to learn to play at the end and he showed in the world juniors it's gonna be Ethan Morrow is what he's gonna yeah yeah and and I and then I forget about that I I assume that if you're drafting a one you know a first rounder or I've always thought that if you're placing your first pick 
you're you're hoping that that guy is going to make your your top line. But then I, I you look back, you look at Moro and and like a Rafi Torres and and those kind of players, and yeah, maybe they're not going to play on your one two lines, but that's okay. Have, yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And I, and I think this season you need at least ten, maybe eleven defensemen, and the others aren't aren't that deep after mm-hmm. number six. Nobody so, is. Nobody. COVID's going to play a big, big problem. There's some teams that are. I'm not saying every team in the NHL isn't. Look at the team down the road. They like, like that looks stupid. You buy out Michael Stone two years ago, then you sign up for 700K last year, and then this year you bring him on a PTO, and then you got guys that are busting their fucking ass off, and they, they, it's just oh, they're not good. We're just gonna like it looks bad, right? It's just it's bad it, to me that it's, it's not the way you do it. And then and then here like all accounts, Evan Bouchard. Phenomenal over in Sweden. Phenomenal, you know, in camp early on. But he won't crack the opening night lineup. Fuck, the kids earned it. Like, I don't care if Russell or, you know, someone else that hasn't been that good. Put him in. Like, I, I you know, like, and, and that's another thing, too, is everyone thinks, like, Tyson Berry's going to have 56 points. Like, what the fuck? Are you going to be a point per game? <laughs> like, is that what they're saying? Yeah. Like, you got these guys that are. Well, hey, look, if he's. You being a, a power play, I mean, fifty-six points ain't. Oh, no, point that's, per game. That's player. a lot of points. Yeah, that's that's a it's lot, a of, lot points. of points, Never man. Mind. Yeah, you know. And then they're like, you know, another thing like Connor. Yes, like the the facto best player that everyone in the game. Like my view of a, the best player in the game, you got to win something. He hasn't won nothing yet. You can have all the awards in the world, but he's still the best player in the game. I I, I don't think so. That's just oh my, my god. Yeah. No. So. No, I'm on the Nathan McKinnon bandwagon. I McKinnon <laughs> McKin, to me, I mean Crosby because he's he's got that pedigree and he's won something. How about Ovechkin? McK- no, but just Ovechkin just no, scraps. no, 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 no. Scraps. McKinnon hands down best player in the game right now. McKinnon? Ooh. Yeah, McKinnon. Oh, well, he had a great playoffs, right? So you know. And all if if okay. Here's the honest truth, boys. And Rupper talks about it, though, Brody. Like, he talks about the back play of McDavid, the back checking. That's why he's not the best player in the game. Like I, I, That was my next sentence. If he just learns to stop and actually just play a little bit of defense, he, he will be a gen- he'll be the best player in the history of hockey, maybe. Yeah. And he doesn't even have to – and it's not hard, right? It's not hard to learn how to go stand in a spot in your own end. Really not hard. Yeah. Right, he can do it, and he's going to do it. It's going to end. It's happening this year. You just watch this year. He will be good in his own end. I promise you. He's not going to be flying the zone like you did in the past. My 11 year old doesn't even like him because of that. Yeah. He's like, look at him. We want hit hit pause. Yeah, look at him. Look where he is. I'm like, I get it, Oz, but he's been his whole life. He's been. <laughs> I get it. You're defending. <laughs> and like one year, 11 year old. But I'm what? saying it's changing this year, man. This year he's going to. He's already talked about it. I got to be better defensively. So. I got to be better defensively, and he will. And guys like that can. Well, yeah, like it, it. Like I understand that doesn't happen overnight. You know, like it's when you're gifted that offensively, you you go to what you know and what what you're what's in your toolbox. And and I know I came hard at where they're fans, but I'm like, not I'm not painting them all with that brush. But there's some that just have the blinders on and they don't understand it. Like, hey, man, I, I'm a Leaf fan. And I'm the hardest critic on them is at, at all times. Like they haven't won fuck all, and their GM handed fucking boatloads of cash to players that did nothing, and it's a joke. And it even it's even more snick, snick, uh, sickening this weekend when you see Matt Barzell 
signed three years at seven million dollars. And fucking Matt Barzell is probably, in my my opinion, is a better player than Austin Matthews and fucking Mitchell Marner. So, and it fucking pisses me off that this guy goes, that does it for the team, you know, and 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 then fucking and he and he's got the handcuffs on him in in the island because it's a defensive system. Yeah. Just imagine what that guy would do in yeah, a system where, where where offense is like the number one. Me and my father, me and my father-in-law were talking about this yeah. yesterday. So at the beginning, he was in McDavid's draft, right? Yeah, the Oilers could have had him, but they traded yeah, yeah, yeah. those so, picks for Griffin Ryan. Yeah, I did that just to keep up my anyway. Um, at the beginning of the year, it was McDavid and Barzell. It was McDavid one, Barzell two. Yeah, yeah and Barzell and then he dropped. 16, I believe yeah. he got injured. Is that his injury? He got injured. Yeah, yeah. Season. Why I here? Why you watch the kid? You got enough data on this kid. Why do you go put him down to thirteen or wherever he went? I don't, I can't remember. But how does he drop because he gets injured in his? Are you like scouts should yeah. be doing their homework? No. Yeah, yeah, I hear you, but I, I don't know. I don't remember what happened. Like, well, he put in it, in it in that um, like he yeah like it, he didn't play a whole a whole lot. Ah, I'm putting here. you guys on the spot. Sorry, oh. we me and no, me he and just my father and I were talking about. Yeah, his draft year, I believe. Which At the beginning have... of the year, he was he was number two. I do we do know that we googled it last night. Yeah, I remember and, watching him at the John Reed in the Bantam, and he was fucking absurdly better than everybody. Really, eh? Like he was just absolutely way better than every single other kid there. Yeah, his draft year, he played 44 games, 12 games, uh, 45 assists, 57 points. So, you know, like he, uh, yeah. And then the next year, he had 80, he had 88 points in 70, and 88 points in 58 games and 41 games, he had 79 points. So, you know, what website are you on? What I just hockey DB. Okay. So, yeah, you know, he fell to 16, right? Like. And it happens. That that's the, like you know, it's it's unfortunate. That's part of the game. But I I just think that he's a better. I I think Matt Barzell's a better player than Austin Matthews and Mitchell Marner. So you know, like it's that's out there. It, it, it yeah. And, and and I don't think that's news to anyone. Like, but that's just my my and, and that's the and that's the whole part. Like everyone has their take. You might not agree with it or not, but it is what it is in my opinion. Like it's you put Matt Barzell in a system where offense is first you know he might be pushing like 95 points right in you know, point he, he's what's that yeah exactly like point. Yeah. yeah yeah i think he's a sim yeah, yeah. and and Braden point and i actually tweeted this out years ago Braden point was putting up the same amount of numbers in junior that mcdavid was putting up and then and then uh, i think yeah then he went to the to, to the uh to the world juniors listen so, if elite prospects is correct Matt Barzell played Burnaby Winter Club A1. I don't know what that is. U15. That would be bad. What does it say to John Reed? Uh, oh, hang on. He had 153 points. John Reed. Yeah, they don't post it. Not on here. Scroll down to the bottom of it. Oh, yeah, there we go. 14.6 games. Yeah, that's decent, I guess. Yeah. No, that's exactly. pretty good. So, but yeah, I just, in my mind, like, I, I, uh, that's the way I view it. I don't know what you, you haven't said anything there, Rupper. I know you went to go get a glass of wine, but uh, what, what's your thoughts, Matt Barzell? Like that side, that contract, you know, just a a great one. Yeah. By, by the way, we we launched our we got an old mill. Yeah, you got we got, launched our YouTube channel uh, this weekend. 
Um, so people, if you want, you can go check out some interviews there. Uh, that's uh, some pretty good ones that we had. So this one won't be going on there, but don't worry. But, uh, but yeah, you guys can, we'll select uh, some of the great ones that we have and we'll post them on there. But, uh, anyways, Rupper, you know, Matt Barzell, three years, 7 million, uh, AAV thoughts on that deal. Yeah. Well, I talked about it before. Um, I don't know, a few months ago, I remember, I think, was he, was he getting some ice taken away from him in the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. Three years. I mean, you draft that guy. Is he supposed to be your, your franchise player or who's the franchise player there? He that, is. That would be him. Yeah, for sure. So why is it only three years? Yeah. Well, they, they have no cap space to do anything. They couldn't do anymore. Yeah, they're, they're hooped at the cap because they got. Uh, like... After three years, he's going somewhere. He ain't yeah. staying. No, he. The way they structured that is, he makes, I want to say nine or ten million or something in the third year. Yeah. So we have to qualify him at whatever the that, I think it's that, that, 10 or that dollar is, yeah, percent or whatever it is. Yeah. So he's I getting think he's gone. Twelve or something in that year. Yeah. Yeah, he, he yeah. says the right things. He likes it there, right? I think I think he'll wait and see if they legit are building something, and then he'll decide. Yeah. So switching, we'll, we'll head back to the Oilers here, uh, Brody. Thoughts on you know that like they all these scrimmage games are happening in the afternoon. As far as I know, they're not even on like a live stream or anything like that. You're seeing on other teams doing it, like fuck Florida Panthers crying out loud are fucking doing it. So. Um, Thoughts on that, Brody, you know, not being able to, you know, get your fans are dying for some product here, right? And you, you didn't supply it. It sums up the Oilers organization, in my opinion. It's just always has been a fucking shit show. Not to be, dis- I hate to be disrespectful, but it's the truth, right? Like the, everything, everything about them is always a shit show. There's always, how can you not have that on? We haven't seen hockey forever. And the highlights we see, they don't even have numbers on the guys. Like, why are you not streaming that? People want to watch it. Yeah, I'd watch it. You'd watch it. Thousands of people would watch it. You could even say, hey, how about everybody, we charge you five bucks. We'll donate it to charity if people are hurting here in town. How about that? No, let's not do that. That would make a lot of sense. Like, it's it's embarrassing that they don't have it. Yeah. Everything, like, the only... Think about the in-game entertainment. That yeah. they were it's fucking embarrassing. Yeah, no, it's It's true. ludicrous that they just, some of the shit they do really really pisses me off and that's one of them that they just they don't show the game on tv they don't even put it on the if you want to put it on your facebook page i don't care where you put it put it somewhere so i can watch it and put numbers on their backs so i know who the fuck's who yeah they're the only team that i saw i scoured the web today the only team that don't have players wearing any jersey numbers that i saw the only team yeah at all 31s Bullshit. most of the teams are wearing actual nhl game jerseys in them so then when they were wearing practice jerseys like this, they had no numbers on the back of them. So I saw the flyers. They were coming out to pyrotechnics and music. They had their mascot going. We yeah, got nothing. That was today, yeah. So yeah, I just it's weird. I, I don't understand. It's not weird. It's, it's embarrassing. Be, well, it's embarrassing. I agree. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't wonder if it's a cost thing. Or... Shit together. Fuck the cost thing. Fuck. We're talking million dollar teams or billion dollar whatever. I don't know, but fuck the cost thing rapper kids want to see the numbers you want to you want to be a champion you got to start acting like a champion right the champions rip around and practice jerseys and sd tv i couldn't even tell like brody says i'm trying to watch these highlights off twitter 
And I couldn't even tell who the hell was who out there. No. Right. It was, it, it was honestly, and they're playing and they're, why can't they do that at rock on the main ice? I don't understand that either. Why is well, that going to the main ice tomorrow? They're going to, because well, well, why wouldn't you be there? There, right. Well, Every they, other team that I watched, I watched Toronto Maple Leafs live on Sportsnet, the blue versus the white full gear, helmet stickers, everything dunced up to the nines. I got to watch this. Like it, it was actually frustrating. And they right? got actual live NHL refs in the games too. Right. So Calgary oh Flames, God, same yeah. thing. Yeah. Calgary Flames had NHL refs at their game and they got Calgary's got one tomorrow night at seven o'clock and that's live streamed. So hey, you Vancouver's live streamed. Winnipeg live streamed. Ottawa live streamed. Leafs announcers. Did, did the Oilers even have an announcer? No, they had none because Bob Stoffer was doing the show. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to announce it when he's doing the show at the same time the fucking scrimmage is going on. Like, it just the ball dropped, right? Like, Calgary Calgary had their first scrimmage. wasn't live streamed, but they had it on the radio. Who's in charge of that? Have you seen the Oilers media room, by the way? What, like uh, the, yeah, the yeah, Hall of Fame yeah, room? Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, like well, not that. Yeah, but the actual like where where they do the in-game broadcast and the in like all, yeah, that, all I, that the, I haven't seen. No, all no. the technology in there, it, it's incredible. And for them to to hmm. the, to not do something like that, man, oof, that's a ball drop, dude. That's a ball give drop. It, give it to like you know if Jack and Bob are busy or whatever, however that works. Give it to like. Dustin Nielsen or whoever you like, don't don't leave. What about fans. Brody and Rapper? Oh, yeah, then yeah. do it to that. Yeah, doesn't it sum up the Oilers though? Like every year, it's it's just weird, man. Like it's like I know I keep on saying that word weird, but I'm trying to be as most respectful as I can. But it's pretty hard to be when you know you got Calgary Flames. They're doing it. They're doing it at night. They got their their regular play by play and color guy doing the game. You know, you got all these other teams that are doing the exact same thing. They're they're live streaming it, and then they're it's on your radio station. And, and then the only you, thing that I can you, got, you of, got you got Toronto fans going, we have the better ninety seven. And then you got Joe Thornton come up with ninety seven. Yeah. I'm going, <laughs> yeah. I, and, and to be honest, I'm a Leaf fan. And the only the way I knew Connor was on the ice was because he blew by yeah. whoever I don't even know who it was. Well, yeah, it was it was Darnell Nurse and Ethan Bear. So <laughs> he just. <laughs> hey, hey, boys, I'm keeping a little list here. So piss off Edmonton Oilers fans, check. Piss off the Edmonton Oilers organization, check. <laughs> so much for Bob coming back on. We're, with yeah. yeah, we're, we're <laughs> two for three. We're, we're having a good fucking night. Two for three, boys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, they I just think it's they're a, very fair comments. They are very fair. They are. Like, we're not being assholes. Like, we're being yeah, realists. Who's in charge of that? I'd like to know. Well, the only like, thing is that I PR? I'm going to give PR. Them, that's not PR. No, it's that's not PR. But the organization. Only thing I'm going to think of is that Bob Nicholson. Well, it, it, he's um, he's involved in that side of the hockey side now. Yes, so, so like Tom and Salmi's up there too. But the only excuse I can say is they didn't have a radio rights deal in place until later this week, and they didn't have a Sportsnet deal until later this week. So. Like, well, that's their fault. That, 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 that's what I mean. Like, that's like, you got to get that shit done sooner. Why are you waiting on the 11th hour to get that done? So, you know, but that was Calgary was in the same boat and Vancouver was in the same boat because those deals expired and they all resigned for multi-year deals. But 630 Chad resigned their rights to cover the other games just recently this week, right? So that was actually on Friday. 
So when that I got a no, so again, like got to figure it out. It just, it just, it looks bad when Bob is on live air with doing guests and you got, and he's updating like, Oh, Jack just texted me and Pooley Arby just scored a goal. Like your, your fans want to listen to that right now. Like they're dying for it. And that's one thing this fan, the fan base, they're stupid at times with certain shit, but they're passionate. (laughs) And I'll agree with that. They are a very passionate group, but you know, like you got to cater. You haven't, you played four games in the last fucking eight months. Like come figure it out. Hey, here. Like, if, if anybody from the Edmonton police service follows us, Bosco's going to need a, a escort for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. Through wherever the hell he goes. So, no, I just, I, 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 if anyone disagrees with that, come at me, please. Cause I'd like to engage in some on, ongoing debate here because I just think that's, I think that's true. You know, like it's the, the Oilers like, and Bob kind of, it's funny cause Bob hints it out on his show. He gets people texting him. They want to know who's playing the fourth line center, not in Edmonton, but in Bakersfield. He gets, or, you know, it's just like, it had shit. It, it's, it happens a lot. So, but uh, I, I guess, guess uh, Bosco, Bosco, I guess at the end of the day, when, when we're going to start talking about good things from the Edmonton Oilers is when we see good things from the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean that that I I I'm not gonna sit come on a podcast or or talk with my friends and bullshit them and lie and say hey I think this team's better than that team I'm gonna tell you what I think and that's just my opinion I'm probably gonna be wrong 98 percent of the time and I'm fine with that yeah but when I, when I when I see when I see something and I see some some real forward progress from this team then I'll start giving them their props. Yeah. Not even the team from the organization. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 No, it's, uh, it's, it's very true. And they're, yeah, you know, it's, they got, they, they've, Ken Holland's done some good with some players that he's been able to add under a, under a six mil, under an $8 million thing. He's brought in Cahoon and, and all these other players and Barry and stuff. We'll see what they do, but I, I still think, and, and, and if you, and if people want to argue with me, the goaltending is an issue. It was an issue in the playoffs. So I know that's four games, but it was an issue in the playoffs. So, you know, let's see I what they know. do. That hey, look, this I think, division, I think, trust me, this division, there's no good defense. Like the division's a fucking shit show for like, there's not any defensive pair in this division where you're like, that's a lockdown pair. They're not like, as much as I love fucking Mark Giordano and we all voted him the best, but he's aging. So there, I wouldn't be surprised at some point you know, either Hannafin or Valimaki pass him in the depth chart or whatever, but you know, it's, but that's their best pair right now. So you got Connor McDavid and he's blown by your number one pair in a fucking scrimmage game. So that's nursing by anybody. He's blown by Drew Doughty. No, I know that, but I'm just saying like, it's these, and and these guys are going to have a great year, like dry saddle and McDavid, but it's, you got to stop the fucking pucks and their five on five game has been a problem. So Oh yeah, for sure. 100%. I blow by Brody in practice at the kids' practice all day. You know what I mean? Simple. Anymore if you're concussion today, pal. <laughs> all right. So, oh my god, my head bounced off the ice like a fucking tennis ball. Okay, so Brody, lead the charge here. What do you look as you're, you know, looking at this roster? How's this roster shaping out to you? How, if you're the coach and and you're in talking to Tippett, how would you deploy this roster right now with these lineups? What are you looking for? You want my lines for opening yeah, night? Let's, let's let's go for opening night. Uh, all 
you know. I got it all. all you want to hear? You want to hear defense? You want to hear forwards? I want it all. What do you want? I'm going forwards the, first. Yeah, I go forwards to the D, and then the, the, the goaltending, obviously, okay. I think. Here well. is the opening night, Rossi. You ready for this? Nuge, McDavid, Cassian. Cahoon, Dreisaitl, Yamamoto. Archibald on the left wing. Between and Turris and Pooh Party. Then a fourth line of Tyler Ennis, Devin Shore. Is it Devin Shore? And Alex Chason. Okay. That's my opening name. Who's your extra forwards there? Who's There's your... so many. There's James Neal, Jujar, Nygaard, and Haas. Okay. So is it probably They're good not even chance? getting in those four. Yeah, there's That's probably a good chance Haas goes on weight, uh, goes on IR, Neil goes on IR probably, and then your extra forwards are probably maybe rough. What's rough. wrong with Neil? Does anybody do we know? He he was the whole pen during the pandemic. He was skating in uh, in Nashville, and and that some of those players in that group ended up getting COVID. So he came here, and his his quarantine ended up being longer than it was. So is that a hundred percent? You heard this. Yes. It, well, it, it's it. You don't even need me to tell you. This is this. It would be old news for anyone hearing it. Bob Stoffer's already reported it on Oilers now. So oh, you know, so it's. Well, I'm well, out of the loop. I yeah. guess. So he he t- he touched that on Friday. Um, he's the most. Ha- I'm gonna interrupt you. He's the most handsome Oiler, bar, bar none. Who? God, he's good looking. God, but he just fucking so gets handsome. injured all the time. Jesus. And he parted. He finally was on the ice yeah. on Friday, right? So, and I think he was even. I like playing. him. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I really like him, but God, I just want him to, to freaking play a full season, man. Yeah. See, so I got him. Am I, am I wrong? Am I right? What do we got here for my lines? Well, you, I well, like it, Brody. I, the... I, I agree, but I mean, Nuge might, you might flip and flop with Nuge back with Dre, to, Dreisaitl. with Drysidle, right? Like, that, that, that's the one thing that bothered me. Is is the play that playoff series when you had the hottest line in the league going and you're not even playing that line together? Eight Why wouldn't you start this season? Game. I don't care about Cahoon, right? Cahoon has to earn his stripes, not because he's German and he's buddies with Drysdale and they put up five billion points and Adam Triple A. Good God, like that. That's the that that's what Oilers fans are thinking that these guys are going to come out and literally be like Curry and Gretzky. Okay, so. You want to if Cahoon wants to get to play with Drysaddle, he's got to earn a spot to play with Drysaddle. I'm there sorry, he was just giving it, Rupert. Okay, so what? They, those guys were just. Did you guys see highlights of them in training camp firing around? I didn't. No, because I couldn't see numbers. I didn't oh, know who the fuck he was. Couldn't see numbers, but he was he was a late arrival to the to the, uh, the practices too because his quarantining Anyways, issues. That's the so, only one I I like what Brody says. The only one that I would have is I I'd start Nuge. Dry settle in Yamamoto. That's that's my line right there. Okay, yeah, I think we can probably all again agree. Like I, I uh, I'll Hang be on. to see. What about you? You had did you have Shore as your fourth line? I did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've got the exact. And I yeah, just so I did this within. Yeah. I think Shore would be their best bet for a fourth. What line about there. Benson? I and don't think me. Me and the father-in-law. Last night we're talking about that. What does Benson? He goes to. Ba- he I think he goes to Bakersfield. To be honest, you don't think he makes does even he the taxi? No, I think I don't even think he that's makes that's a question part. that that Joe Ilg, who my father-in-law and I were talking. Does he well, have to clear waivers? waivers? Waivers or what? He won't. I don't think he'll need to clear. I don't think he played enough games for eligibility okay. for waivers. So yeah, he's only twenty-two. He's skating though, right? Like he's a smart, smart player. He just can't. 
can't keep on. Since he can't keep up, he's not quick enough to. He's not. He's not an elite skater. Is a nice way of saying. It. Yeah. So we'll we'll. Uh... Yeah, but fourth lines. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I like him. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think he's he's not better than Tyler Ennis or Devin Shore. No, or no, no, no. He doesn't crack the lineup. I agree right? with that. And he he's not better than James Neal, right? who's on the fifth line, or Jujar, or Nygaard, or Haas. Not he's better, better than Jujar. I don't give a shit. He's better than Jujar. Well, it'll be interesting. Jujar's had his time here. Yeah, I think it's, he's time to go. I agree. It'll be interesting to see when he gets placed on waivers tomorrow because I, I would assume that that's probably what's going to happen. They got too many forwards. They got I think they got eighteen forwards on one way deals. They can't. So who's getting put on waivers tomorrow? Well, there's going to be quite a few Oilers. Like they 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 obviously put Seth Griffin's and Adam Cracknell on, but those guys were going to play in Bakersfield anyways. They're not going to be practice roster. Like I don't I wouldn't think so. I think even how many if, can they carry? So you can carry six extras. So and and one of those six extras is a goaltender. So it's you're probably oh, total six extras. Yeah, six extras total. So so you got Neil. If but we you got to think it's twenty. It's going to be you got Neil Jujer, Niger, and Haas. There's four. Yeah. So you got you got a twenty three man roster, plus six extras, right? So that's so that's oh like, plus twenty three plus six. Yeah. So so obviously you're gonna dress. You'll dress twenty a night, and then you'll have three guys sitting that are on your active roster and then you'll have another six. So the way I see that six shaping out, you know, like, like, let, let's look at it for the back end first. Like Sl- Slater Cuckoo is probably going to be your number. Well, your, let's your, see your what Brody seven. says. Brody's got his, let's see what he says. I got my list. Nurse and Bear. We all agree on that. Okay. Then you got uh, Jones no, and Larson. But No, okay. okay. Jones and Larson and then Russell and Barry opening night. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. You agree with that, Rupper? And Bandy, yes. you, you don't, right? Bandy? No, I got Nurse Larson. Nurse okay. is going to play platform. Let's see what you got. 25. Come on. I'm rooting for you. I got Jones Barry. And uh, Bear, I think Cuckoo. Yeah. Comes in and, 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 and sits, so. Chris, takes, sits takes Chris so. down. Chris Russell. Okay. Yep. So I, I got, so I got. Russell and Larson as your shutdown pair. So I'm not saying that's number one, the number one pair, but that's that's my shutdown pair because that's going to be your first P, PK unit pair, too. So I got those two guys as as pairing up, and then I got Jones and Barry together, and then I got you know Nurse and uh, and uh, Ethan Bear. So you played Jones and Barry together. Who's playing defense? On that on that pair, yeah. well, that's I think honestly I think that's the, like that's a line that you're probably going to have out a lot when McDavid's out there, so they, just to get them to puck. So you know, there I don't I'm think. Predicted gonna... boys, you ready for this? Caleb Jones is going to get 22 points this year. 22. That's pretty points. fucking good in 56 games. Okay. All right, that's uh, that's your prediction. That's Caleb there. Jones. Yeah, I like him a lot, a 22. lot. Okay. Are you saying that he's probably going to push for second power play unit time? I am, yeah. Okay. Because I don't think Nurse can do it. Okay. I think Barrow will get a little bit and Caleb Jones will get a little bit. No, okay. And and Rupper? What do you want? <laughs> Any kind of bold predictions on point-wise for, you know, the newcomers? 
Oh man, I got nothing. I think I, got, I, don't I think know. you got Dominic Cahoon at twenty five goals, right? So yeah, he's no. I don't have any predictions. Literally, when does this start? Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. Back to back, they we'll, got Wednesday we'll Thursday still... against Vancouver right here in Edmonton. So what about yeah. Legacy? With Legacy, they're gonna. Legacy? That's, hey, that's... They got... Go ahead. They're gonna have numbers on their jerseys for. Those I don't games, think or... so. They might not. They might have tape. Oh, they might put tape on there. Be tape. You're gonna tape okay. see like the yeah. old Millwood stuff yeah. black. Square season. So the way I see, like, to go back to that defense, that was one thing I was going to get to. I, so I think, like, William Legison is your number eight. And then uh, I think who, you got, who, I think, who do you have a seven? Coach or whatever his name got is? got Slater Cuckoo. And then your practice roster defense, I think, is Evan Bouchard and William Legison to, to, to kind of – they're on the taxi squad. So that's the way I look at it, that, because, you know, they, they won't really – um, you know, like Evan Bouchard doesn't need waivers, so he's you know, so it, they'll get away lucky that way. I think uh, Legacy needs waivers, but I don't think he'll get claimed, and so that's kind of my guys there. And then I think you know, anytime you know something happens, obviously, there's gonna be a lot of stuff happening this year, so but the AHL doesn't start until the end of um, the end of obviously until the February 5th at the latest is what they're targeting. So there's no point of sending, you know, Evan Bouchard down there until, you know, at least until that season is a, is a, is a promise go. So, and then, yeah, I got, I got, um, you know, they got Alan Klein here. I think he's a, he's a, he's a depth player that'll be on the practice roster. Ryan McLeod. I know you talked about him in some previous episodes, Brody, but that's another guy that's intriguing to me that I think will stay around. You know, Cooper Marodi, I think he's destined to go to Bakersfield. Jujara Kerr, I think he goes on waivers, and and, and and I think someone actually picks him up, to be honest. so Me too. Yeah, so because he actually can penalty kill, but I think maybe a, a change of scenery. He's a really good penalty killer. Yeah, so I think a change of scenery there because I don't see how the Oilers don't get – like some of these guys are going to have to go on waivers that they probably don't want, right? So – and every team's going to have to make that decision. You and you have, especially if you're going to sign Shore, that's going to be your 18th forward on a one-way contract. They'll have to go through waivers. And I, even if Shore signs, they, they they probably don't risk putting him on waivers. So when's the last when's the last day for waivers? Tomorrow at ten. The roster. Oh, everybody's everybody's going to be going on every, waivers tomorrow. At 10. Yeah, there was a fl- flooddy of waivers today, so everyone everyone has to have their roster set at 3 p.m. on Tuesday. Now, what if? So, what what if there are some surprises that Holland's got a list that he you know there's players? How do you that he might want to claim or keep? Yeah, yeah, or claim. Well, because there's going to be some surprises. Well, there has been already, right? Like uh, Christian Juice got placed on waivers and he got picked up, and and Gustav Forsling got picked up, and that's another one that's interesting. What's going to go hot? What's going on with Keith Yandel in Florida, right? Like Elliot Friedman tweeted that out, and and George Richards tweeted that out too. He's practicing with the second group in Florida. So I got a theory on that. It's one or two things. One, it's they're sending a message. One, he came to camp out of shape, which I probably assume is that. Or two, he's at a bad training camp because he was, I don't know, not. 100% 100% dialed in and ready to roll and camp just kind of going through the motion. Yeah. I think yeah. it's probably a message no, sending technique because he's I, fucking I, good. I disagree. I could be, I, he 
if you listen to Spittin', they always talk about how when he was younger, he basically he did fuck all. And he was just skilled. Was and just then really he good. learned in Phoenix or Arizona, he learned how to become a professional. So yeah. I don't think it has anything to do with that. And look, if that guy tweet, Joel Quenville will never do that to Keith Yandel and, and make him, you know, lose his streak or whatever. And is that what the tweet was? Well, it's part of it because, you know, yeah, if, if, if he's not... It won't be a Quenville decision. It'll be, yeah, like he'll play. He's just, well, would, he had 45 he's just points to... last year, right? So it's, he gets 40 points every year. Yeah. So he it, does. So it, it, yeah, it's it was definitely an interesting. I don't think coming in shape had anything to do with it. No. Yeah, I, and I don't know. We're we're not privy to those conversations, but it's definitely interesting. You put a guy on that group, and the yeah. explanation you're saying is you want to see the young guys. Something is up there, right? So it's that you're just not doing that. You're doing that for a reason, and, and nah, I, I don't. It, think it could be. It's it, like Brody said. I, I I wouldn't rule it out being a message sending, but I also wouldn't rule it out either too that maybe he didn't come into camp in in the best shape. So, but and it's not the first time that stuff happens. But he's a pro, so it'd be surprising if he did that. But uh, on, he learned maybe he just from, lost, Maybe he's getting old and just lost his step. That too, yeah. So, and. uh yeah, so we'll see what happens. I guess, uh, you know, we're kind of bouncing all over the place here. But it, 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 in that too, like, you know, like I, I just think, you know, you got to have those rosters put in. There's going to be some – and a lot of teams try to do rosters at the last minute that sneak a guy through that they're, they don't want to lose, but they'll probably they, – they might lose. And, you know, so it, it'll be interesting I, if Ken Holland looks at some of that. He's got a lot of – like, I think, I think he's more – to be honest, like you look at this roster on the back end, I wouldn't be surprised if he claims another defenseman. You know, I think you I, have to. Yeah, adds another another depth. Like, you know, like and, and it would, right? I wouldn't be surprised if it's a right shot defenseman too. Like, and so. you're just saying that because of COVID and well, yeah, like I just like season, you need lots of bodies, right? Yeah, like I think uh, you think you we know, need another basement, right shot. Well, that, that's that's where you I don't have very many. Oh yeah, you're right. Like, like Evan Bouchard is is kind of your number four right shot, but from every what everyone's saying, you know, like all these media guys here, they're glowing how great he is. So is he going to push for minutes? And you know, and 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 I and I the way Chris Russell plays, maybe he plays a game and maybe he doesn't. Maybe back to backs he doesn't play. Yeah. You know, he always gets hurt. He's blocking shots. Like it, it's well, like, he's a warrior, dude. Exactly. He's the guy. He, look, Chris Russell's going to be your playoff guy. Oh, yeah, you're best gonna need a guy like that right in the playoffs. So, why not give boot, you know, give Russell every whatever it is, some games and, off, and, and, to, and give yeah. here Bouchard, you go against whoever Ottawa, but then again, you which, got your regular injuries that are going to happen, and then you're gonna your COVID problems that are going to happen. So, you know, it, it's I, 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 you know, it and. GMs are saying this. They you, you they think you're honestly going to need to get it through this full season. You're going to need at least good twelve, like at least twelve, maybe good defensemen. If like so, look at some of these teams that won the cup. They had like twelve defensemen through their roster. Like, yeah, it's, look at the end of the you're not going to get like twelve guys are going to have to overperform if you're gonna like you're you're not you're not picking like twelve solid. 
or no, almost. no, I, I, I think yeah. we can all agree on that. But like, you might not need need twelve, but I think you need at least ten. And and you know, like, and you look at it, some of these teams have loaded up on depth. Like, like Detroit is is one of those teams that have, and Tampa Bay has won a cup, and, and they have, right? So you know, it'll be it'll be very intriguing to see how things go. Hey, look, and I'm not doing this because Ottawa, I think is going to be better than we all predicted. and everybody. I think After all Ottawa, the moves that they made since we've done I mean, that little podcast? Oh, yeah. Matt Murray. Yeah. Matt They're Murray, still the worst team, though. No. I don't know. <laughs> I got second thoughts on that. I might want to go back and delete that podcast. No. But, uh, I don't think Ottawa is going to be as bad as everybody thinks they are. Yeah. Like, Brody, I think Brody went 0-56. Well, I just don't see – and I don't think I agree that I think they're better than what we think they are, but I just think they're going to fly out to Vancouver and they're not going to beat Vancouver. They're going to come to Edmonton. They're not going to beat Edmonton. They don't they may have a chance against Calgary. They're not going to be fucking Winnipeg. They're not going to be Toronto. They're certainly not going to be Montreal. Ever? That's all there is. How many like, wins? Did, how, how many wins? Is, every game. How many wins does Ottawa finish with in a 56 game schedule in your mind? Oh, under 20 for sure. See, I, I, I say over 20. Let's put lunch on it. Yep, I say I, I'm going to say 24 wins. Where, when, uh, when when can we have lunch? Listen, <laughs> next year. Yeah, I was going to say where where. Hang on, like McDonald's is lunch. Where? Oh, no, what, this would be a good lunch. A nice lunch, like an Earl's yeah. Cactus yes. Club. Yeah, lunch, yeah. including a beer and a glass of wine. There you go. Oh, I would die for one with the four of you fuckers. Oh, wouldn't that be nice <laughs> to have a beer at lunch in a restaurant? Yeah, yeah. it would be perfect. So, uh, and I guess, uh, yeah, what do you guys think? I could make David going to finish with 90 points? No. 85? I say 78. 78? That's a lot. 90 points? <clears throat> yeah, I, that's the pretty defense, high. The like, in this I... division is... is, is uh, not the overly the greatest, right? So yeah, I know. But what did he get last year? Oh, like the season was cut short. What's his highest point total in eighty games or eighty two? I'm gonna look up right now. Hundred one twenty, I think. Hey, are we talking about McDavid or yeah. Drysaddle? McDavid. Okay. saddle won the scoring title. Why are we even talking about McDavid? Well, no, I don't. Scoring title. Yeah, no. I'd say 70 points, somewhere 70, 75. 70, 75, okay. His best is 116. And he had 90, 97 last year in 64 games. I'm just trying to prorate that a little bit somehow. I'll do right? it right now, buddy. 97, right by. Yeah, we'll see. Playing. We'll see how that works out. I, I, I think he finishes with 91 points. So, Whew. yeah. Holy Boss school. Ninety-one. Now, now, hey, 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 hang on. Ninety-one and fi- yeah, it, it, if all goes good and he yeah, plays yeah. all fifty-six games, yes. If you prorate it over last year's numbers, he he ends up with eighty-four point eight points. So Bosco, we're back to the checklist. You've pissed the Edmonton Weather fans off. You pissed the club <laughs> off. Now you've won them back with the ninety-point <laughs> prediction. I love, the, I love the way you're going. <laughs> oh, reel them in. Yeah. You know what I mean, I like yeah, it exactly, exactly right. So, <laughs> Leon, on the other hand, yeah, I think he finished with 34 points. No, I'm joking, <laughs> <laughs> one one hit wonder, yeah, okay. exactly. No, no, I uh, 
but I do one of my bold takes this year. I do think Austin Matthews has finishes a, a better year in a better year than than, than uh, Leon Drysaddle. Holy fuck, man! That's one and bold who? prediction. You got I'm jumble, yeah, you got Jumble feeding him the puck from his I own. Mean, I watched that game. Up. He got. I hate look at his own blue line. Jumble, Jumble made Devin Setaguchi boys, and. You know, no, Jonathan Chichu. Well, Jonathan Chichu, yeah. Chichu. Looked good right? yesterday. I'm gonna not gonna lie. I know it's one game that I saw, but they look. You good. know, you know, Jumbo. Jumbo's going home. He's four yeah. years. You know, he's been doing the wind bike and all that stuff. And <laughs> Peloton clay. It's not a wind bike anymore. It's yeah. the Peloton. So I get no, like, no, where no. where are you guys the, on no, your prediction? The wind. My. Wife does it. It's the wind thing where you Ooh, do the. Where are you guys out on your prediction? It's CrossFit predictions for, for what? For McDavid for points. Fuck. I told you 70, 75. Okay. I say seventy uh, under eighty. I think Vandy. I was uh, waiting for Vandy. Sorry, on that on your predictions. I, I hate doing these. Eighty-five. Eighty-five. Okay. How about dry saddle? Yeah, dry saddle. Yeah. I say like eighty-two. Uh, so. Between 70, yeah, 70 and 75. Yeah. 78. 78? Nathan Nathan McKinnon finishes with with 95 points this year. That's another one I have. That's fair. Yeah. That's a lot of points, man. When you think of it, you're going to be playing the same teams all the time, right? So going to be pretty hard to uh, sometimes adapt to uh, some of the tendencies yeah, but you're, that you're going back to back yeah but nathan mckinnon man you that guy is a determined he's gotten better every year right so that's he's amazing he might be the best contract in the nhl yeah that, for sure he is oh yeah for the amount of points he puts up yeah, yeah I think he's in the five, an unreal right? playoffs right so he's amazing how about cahoon cahoon that's it. It's interesting, you know. Like I say, like old, like twenty nine to like maybe thirty three points is kind of my thing. Not bad, Rupert. He's gonna be a half a point a game. So what's that? Twenty eight. There you go. <laughs> oh, yeah, I didn't get a PhD in math. Sorry. Zach Cassie in a wild card on McDavid's wing. Does he get back to where he was before that contract got signed? Or well, I hope yeah. so. Yeah. I say he's what a half point a game guy? I I give a couple more. I'll give him thirty points this year. Yeah. Cassie? Yeah. Thirty? That's a lot, man. I know it is. I say I say nineteen. Nineteen. All right. Well, that just putting a stick down. All right. Well, let's. Uh, you guys finish up. We'll finish up on that. Uh, just want to get Rupper going here. Rupper, what happened with the pond there? He had some pictures on Instagram. And- oh, so this is, uh, this is our what's bugging Rupper segment. So, well, it is what it is. I I I knew this was gonna happen. Um, we shoveled off me, Clay, and Dustin uh, Canal uh, shoveled off a storm pond, which I know you're not supposed to skate on. But at the end of the day, we went out there, we drilled holes in the ice. 
um, flooded it. The ice was 14 inches thick. You could drive a goddamn car on it at the end of the day. And it's so yeah. secluded. This this place is so secluded. The only the only people that are going to be able to have a problem with it are either the people that are backing onto it or people that are walking you know, their dogs are going for walks around. And I know it was somebody that was walking because all the people on that backed onto it had no problem with it, man. One guy let me use his house water to flood the damn thing. Do you know what I mean? So um, I show up or my, my son, my oldest Luke goes to go skate on it Wednesday. And he's like, dad, he's like, it's all chained up. There's chains on it and this and that. So I come storming home from lunch. Like, hot i was fucking hot i'm like so i got bolt cutters i get there and uh the epcor guys zip tied with little little epcor tags like this is dangerous to skate on meanwhile like horlock park is basically a massive storm pond that you're just allowed to go cruising on whenever you want like it's just it I, listen, guys, I'm going to say one thing. I'm going to end this. And and this is my take. Our rights and freedoms are getting taken away from us slowly but surely. And we all need to start waking up because it's getting bad. And, Thank you. And it, it's, it's honestly, I see it all over the world. If you guys look at uh, Quebec right now, Thanks, Quebec just went to a – Almost a 24-hour lockdown. It's almost martial law there, you guys. For, and, and we all have our views on COVID, and 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 I, I don't want to spark anything. I, I I'm saying I know COVID's real, but we're talking about a virus that has a 99.9% survival rate, and and we're going to lengths like this. People are starting to rat on each other. The last time shit like that happened was in the 40s. Man, when when people were uh, uh, ratting on their neighbors for harboring Jews, and 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 I know people laugh when I bring that stuff up, but we got to start thinking about it here, guys. And and what's it going to take? Because it ain't getting better. I'll tell you that right now. No, I think that's uh, safe to say. It's it's definitely uh, it's getting to a point where you know you, your your livelihood and and your mental health is coming. To, to importance here where you got to get back Listen, to and we normal. talk about this we need these kids need to get back into sports gymnastics whatever the fuck it is it's this is come on my teenager has never been more thrilled he went down early to go to bed because he was so excited to go to school tomorrow 14 years old yeah i was oh, dreading go to school when i was 14 he's pumped can't wait to see my buddies today. again He's going to get a few terrible. babes numbers, eh? Absolutely, buddy. Yeah. No, they, they definitely definitely need to get back to somewhat of a normalcy. I, I don't understand. Like, I don't know. Someone tweeted it out today that we follow, too. It might have been Terry Peranich or whatever. But, you know, is there some other places in Canada that are allowing kids to play minor hockey right now? Did I see that right? Yes. BC's BC's BC, buddy. Hey. Saskatchewan. My I got a buddy, Ramo. Ramo, his little kid. Skating, you can't go into they can't play in certain areas, but they're skate. I I don't even care. I don't even want games. I just want I want to, you know, not I, but I want these kids to be able to practice. 
just go to practice, go to the rink in a dressing room and, yeah. and be able like this complete bullshit. Yeah. Like, I was I think for my kid to go to the ODR Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday, 27 different kids here, 27 different every day. How was that safer than my kids going to practice with the same kids Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday? Makes zero it's, sense to me. You know what, Brody? It's safer than school. And, and, and what's pissing people off is these guys are coming out. The government's coming out and Hinshaw's coming out. I, remember when Hinshaw said sports were not the driving factor in this? Yep. Do you guys remember that? Oh, yeah. Now all of a sudden it is. And now schools aren't. Oh, there's, there's no transmissions in the schools. Jason Kenny came out and said, there's no proof of transmission from travel. What? How did, did that thing <laughs> swim over here? Did COVID swim? And then, and then a day and a half oh, later, no. Hinshaw tweets the new strain from South Africa made it here via travel. A day and a half later. It, it, it's so ridiculous guys. And I don't, like I said, I don't want to, you know, get everybody. I don't want to, I'm not, I, I, like I said, up. I, I believe in COVID. I know, I know it's real. And I, I, I Agreed. You know what? I'm not an anti-vaxxer by any stretch of the imagination, but there's other shit going on here, guys. 100%. It, it, and you can see it from one leader to the next leader, from one country to the next country. It's absolutely anarchy right now. Yeah, we live in a different world right now and somewhat, you know, normalcy would, would be nice. And, uh, you know, you come out and you get false sense of hope about what's going on and things might open back up. And then you come out in a press conference and you're like another two week shutdown. And we know another two week shutdown is, you know, look at it's happening in Quebec. It's like a full lockdown, you know, like so it's, here's it's the thing, buddy, it's coming. As long as this things happen, that's coming here. 100%. Yeah. Guaranteed. God, I hope you're wrong. Guaranteed. I I hope Guaranteed. I'm wrong too. But it's February. getting, you know what, boys? Remember, the hospital numbers, listen, I, I look every day. Hospital numbers are getting better and better and better every day. Well, look at happened in Ontario today. They almost had 4,000 active cases, right? 3,900 active cases in Ontario. And they're today. in lockdown. I don't care. Yeah. You guys, you guys. Yeah, but listen, they're doing listen. The, the testing. It's all based. This is. Okay, Clay, Clay, calm down. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. I have a sister in law that lives in Ottawa. They get. They were, I, I think they're anywhere from 40 to 60 cases a day. And that, that's the tweet that we all shared, that they took away sticks, pucks, any equipment, any outdoor activity, gone. Got a book it's gone. And, help. and they want you to wear a mask 24-7, outside, inside, wherever you are. So they're at that many cases. Look how many cases we are. It, 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 it's craziness. It's absolute craziness. If, if this, if and I, I, I'm not even against wearing a mask, but if all this stuff was working, you guys, when they said this way back in the summer that we're going to lock down for this long and wear masks, we would not be doing it again. Yeah. We have to start using our brains and not listening to politicians. That's the end. Of, that, that's where it is. If, if when you, Bosco, this is how simple this is. When, when, when you were growing up and your parents were teaching you about, you know, how to be a man and how to be a kid and listening to your brain and using what's right and wrong, man, if somebody gut. says something, using your gut feeling, like you're telling me you feel okay with a lot of the stuff that's happening because you can't be. You can't be. Oh, what no. Can I, I, 
I, I, I think uh, I agree. You know, my, where I come out on it is I, I just think that, you know, everyone's fighting mental health and we just had, we just talked about mental health in our, on our podcast last. And I think with that's Rudy, first. Yeah. yeah. With Kelly Rudy. And I think that's first and foremost, and it, it, it is, it, it breaks my heart. And then, and, and I, you know, like I went down a rabbit hole last night on Twitter and I'm seeing a lot of people talk about this, a family member that passed that, that killed themselves and suicide and, and that the pan, pandemic has taken a toll on them, you know, and, and, and it's tough because it deals in our family quite, quite uh, tough because um, my brother, he can't go back to work until, until, until April. So he's laid off until April. So how is that? And, fair, and, and, you know, so, it's not, and, 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 and that's and, not him. That's another yeah. 4,000 people that just lost their job in our 4,000 people on his site got laid off. So. And I feel horrible for that. And listen, like I said, I feel horrible for the people that are dying from this. I do, but I, the facts are the facts. 20,000 people a year die in Alberta. Okay. Right now it's around a thousand, a little bit over a thousand. You do the math on that guys. And it's, 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 it's 5%. And I, 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 like I said, I'm not advocating people dying. I'm not why any stretch the imagination, but what, why don't we announce in the, 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 the 19,000 other freaking deaths that what, what the are they dying from or the recoveries? Yeah. Like we're talking about something that, that, that it's, it just doesn't make sense to me. When's the last time anybody, you know, have the flu lately. And I'm not comparing this to the flu. How about a cold? How about a common I haven't cold? even got sick, yeah. dude. Yeah. I haven't even got sick. Maybe it's because you're wearing sick. a mask, buddy. <laughs> uh, you know, well, they obviously changed. They obviously changed some of the symptoms, right? It was runny nose and and whatnot, and now the runny nose is off because everyone common gets a runny nose at this. Yeah, because you year. wear a mask all day, your nose is gonna run. Yeah. Yes. So, so, so here, whatever. one one last thing, and then seriously, my wife's texting me because my kids gotta hit the wrapper. But this is, I want to leave you guys with one thing. So, we've been you you just brought it up about this new strain coming here, right? People are getting vaccinated for something they've already, they've already, do you tell me this vaccine is going to handle the new strain all of a sudden? It is. Impossible. How? Then how? Anyways, that's all, uh, that's just me using my own brain and my own gut feeling and my own intuition that, that it can't, that, that can't happen. If, If you get a new strain of something, you have to come up with a new vaccine. Let's get a scientist on here and prove me wrong. I don't know. Yeah, well, we'll reach out to some if they want to come. Well, I don't know. You don't know any scientists? The professor, he on Gilligan's Island still, they still stranded on that thing? Well, <laughs> listen, you, you need like, epi- I don't even know the word, but you need like, I don't, beyond us, but. Yeah. It's, yeah, there's, I'm telling you, I. I don't know. I, I predicted hockey would start 15th. It ain't, obviously. I still think we'll start February, but now I, I think we're going to go in full lockdown in February. I don't. Might have to edit that out, but I don't know. Why do you got to edit it out? Curfew. Well, I don't know. If you don't want to do it. I've liked, I listen. We I think we're great, going. We had a great I think, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be, it's going to be Quebec. Ontario is going to follow suit. And then Alberta. 
Well, we haven't seen we haven't seen the Christmas numbers and the New Year's numbers right now, right? So here in at least in Alberta, the curve's going down, dude. No, I know, but somehow we get those numbers and they go up. Then yeah, you you know, I I think our government's handling. Who's this whole disease is based on false testing? Yeah, but it's based on false testing. No, can we all agree? Yeah, yeah, it, it it probably it probably is. I I don't know. I would hope it's not based on false testing. I would really hope that's not the case. I'll send you an article. Yeah. <laughs> About the uh, percentage that it's incorrect or false positives or whatever. Well, I, do find oh, it, I, know. I do find it interesting when there's a false positive. They count as a positive, and then when it's a false positive, they count it as a recovery too. So I do Weird. Find that, and that, that's very weird. And that's, not, and that, and that's coming from pe- people that I know that had it. And I know some people in the healthcare side that have told me that that's what's going on. So yeah, like that's. It's I, find, I also it's I also find it weird it that I I potentially need to get tested sixty six times for when I'm healthiest healthy can be. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's never happened in life ever. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, you know what? I think we beat the dead horse here. We had a good. I think we had a great podcast. We pissed a lot of Oiler fans off. We yeah. pissed the Edmonton Oilers organization off. Bosco won them back, and we just lost we a bunch of back. people because, of, yeah, because yeah. of that. But we lost a bunch of people. I'm gonna, I'm gonna gain a bunch back. Time. You ready for this? I'm gonna gain 87 percent back. Tyson okay. Berry. Hashtag, are you points. ready for this? Tyson Berry, 49 points this year. Oh my God, I'm adding. I'm adding. I love it. <laughs> love it. More than Morgan Riley. More than Mitch Marner, probably. <laughs> no! No more than Gallagher, though. There's no way Gallagher's he's gonna beat Gallagher. Yeah. All right. No, well, Gallagher, thanks. no, he'll be Montreal in the playoff. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> All right. Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Uh have a great uh great week and we'll uh catch you later in the week. <laughs>